If you are feeling like you're doing more than your partner in your romantic partnership, then listen up because I'm going to share some thought-provoking way around balance. So that's today's topic. It's about balance. This may or may not trigger some women. And if it does, if you are triggered, my invitation for you is to just sit with it. Because when we are triggered, it means we're often on the verge of a breakthrough. So welcome to episode number 11, part two of the relationship mini series. I'm your host Padma Ali of Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. So what made me create this episode on balance was because I did a survey in a Facebook group that I belong. I'm creating a relationship boot camp, a free relationship boot camp, and I wanted some of the topics of the common struggles that a lot of people have in their relationships right now. And what I noticed was this lack of balance is what was one of the common struggles. They often felt that they were doing more than their partners. And the words like, I'm overwhelmed, I'm tired of carrying most of the burden in the relationship while still trying to work outside the home, care for the kids, be sane. And of course, all of this is happening. I don't know when you'll be listening to this podcast, but right now with the COVID crisis, everybody is stuck at home with some of most people not having childcare and having to carry all the burdens at the same time. So granted that most of the people who wrote this uh, this were women. So there might be a little gender bias here, but this pertains to a lot of women because this is a struggle most women go through. At least that's what I have seen. And I'm actually going to talk about this, and it might be radical for some women to hear this, but stay with me because here's the truth. I'm not here to please you. (laughs) I'm here to help you get a life of freedom. And if you are like most of my podcast listeners, then you're interested in living a free life. So my job is to give you that. And so even if it triggers you, like I said, Please stay with it because it is going to reveal something important for you. And here's the thing, you know, in my 20 plus years of being a successful couples therapist, this is not the first time I've heard women complain, be unhappy about the fact that they are carrying most of the burden in the family. Now, let me just break down what is burden. So that that's the word a lot of these women use as well. And what exactly is burden? It is feeling overwhelmed, feeling overwhelmed about having to do and I'm going to put it in quotes, it all. And it's about work, balancing kids, taking care of your own needs, taking care of your partner's needs. And this is what most of my clients and people I've talked to, women I've talked to, have called as burden. Now, have you ever wondered why? Why is that most women, hear my words, right? most and not all, most women feel like they're doing way too much and their partners are not. And the COVID situation has amplified it. 
you know, like I said before, the words I hear are like overwhelmed, tired, frustrated, angry, annoyed, guilty. Yes, guilty too. And I'll go more into that later. But here's the thing. These are the words I hear. And if that's you, please listen, because I have some things to share that will help bring clarity around what you can do to shift those feelings. Because if you're like most people, you don't want to be sitting in those feelings, right? Also, a super, super quick reminder to join the free bootcamp on the five skills to improve your romantic relationship. The link is in the show notes, and this is going to be super awesome for you guys. And it's for anyone who is in a relationship, wants to be in one, and it's not gender specific. All right, back to the topic. Are you ready? (laughs) Are you ready to hear what this radical way of looking at this is? So balance, mark my words, has nothing to do with shared responsibility. Yes, nothing to do with shared responsibility, but everything to do with identity and beliefs that you carry. It is how you see yourself and the beliefs that you carry about balance and about responsibility. Yeah, this is what most people think balance is about. It's about responsibility, shared responsibility and communicating that. But I'm here to tell you that balance has nothing to do with that. Let me explain. It also comes down to choice. Let me ask you this, right? If balance was just about shared responsibility and communicating your needs and creating that balance in your life, have you actually created that balance with your partner? Have your needs been met? Do you feel like you have more time to do what you want? Or do you feel like your partner has taken on more of the chores and helping with the kids? If you're like most people who have these feelings about lack of balance, you probably answered no. So before I speak more about identity and beliefs and choices, I do have to say that communication does play a huge role, but only after you've uncovered what is that really about. Let's go back to that question of what does identity and beliefs and choices have to do with balance? And that takes me back to the first question. Why is it that women are the ones who feel like they're doing more than their partners and feeling resentful? Why why do most women say that and not men? It's because most women are either programmed to have this identity of being a caretaker, of sacrificing their needs, of not valuing themselves. And here's the piece. They probably don't even recognize that they carry these these beliefs or identities. It's not hard to figure this out. Just look at your mothers and your grandmothers and how they live their life and how you are living your life currently. Do you have this feeling of you have to do it all? Or do you have the sense that if you don't do it, no one else will? Do you feel like you have to put your needs in the back burner? And all of this might sting a little bit. And you may be like, that's not true. Like, I don't have the identity of sacrificing my needs. I don't put my, I, I don't look at myself as a victim in that. And I'm, cho- and I don't look at myself as I'm choosing to do that. But please, please just stay with me for a little bit more. I'm going to ask you this as well. This, this podcast is about a lot of questions. So please keep your journal handy. 
Have you ever wondered how did this even happen? How did this even start? I bet when you got into your relationship with your partner, you both didn't say you, okay, you woman have to do more and I'm not going to do much. Or again, it's also a perception, right? Like this is how you're perceiving it. It may or may not be true. But that's how you perceive it. So let's just go with that scenario that you, that you, you it, it's not like it was blatantly decided you go do more and I'm not going to do much. I'm sure one day you just woke up feeling overwhelmed and stressed and wondered like, how the, the heck did you get here? How the heck did it happen <laughs> where you are the one you feel really burdened about all the things you're doing? You know, I fully get it. I used to do that. I used to be that way. I used to have an identity of a doer. And the more I did, the more burnt out I got and the more resentful I got. I wanted things a particular way. And if it didn't, I would get resentful towards my husband, towards my kids. I had to stop and ask myself, who asked me to do those things? Did the kids ask me to have a clean house? Did my husband say, you need to cook dinner today? No, it was something I did on by myself. And that's where choice comes in. Whenever we feel burdened or feel overwhelmed, it is because we don't feel like we have a choice. But we do. We have choices every second of the day. And I had to ask myself, who asked me to put my needs on the back burner and then feel resentful? Who asked me to do that? Now, here's the piece that can really, really sting or trigger. When I see people do that, it's because they have low self-worth or they have low, they don't value themselves. And I really, I have to admit, I used to do that. I didn't value my own self. I didn't value myself to put my needs first. You see, I'd self-appointed myself as the person who did everything, right? Subscribing to the belief that if I didn't do it, no one else would. And I see this with so many of my women clients. They have this tendency to overgive and overgive and then feel burnt out and stressed out. So some of you may say, I don't have a choice. I, if I, really, if I don't do it, no one else will. And I have to challenge you on that because is that really the fact that you don't have a choice? And I'm going to ask you a few questions as part of the transformational takeaways from today's episode. So that will shed some light around all of these things that we've talked about so far. So here's the thing for transformation and takeaway for this week. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. So I'm going to invite you to pause this episode, go get your journal and start writing these things down because this is going to reveal so much about you and your beliefs and your identity and choices, all of the things. Ready for it? All right. Question number one. How do you feel? about yourself. How do you feel about yourself? You see, identity is related to beliefs about yourself. 
If you have a belief that it's your job to run the house, otherwise nothing will get done, then you may have the identity of a perfectionist or a martyr or a doer. And none of these things have any meaning other than the meaning you give it. And the reason I even ask you this question, it's not about creating a different identity. It is about creating a different identity, but it is about just recognizing where you are at and whether you like it or not. Maybe you like being a doer and that's fine. But if you don't like it and it's creating resentment, then it's time to look at it. All right. Second question. What do you hope by overgiving? What do you hope by overgiving? The reason I'm asking that question is because lack of balance comes from overgiving, isn't it? When your cup is empty, how can you give anything more? And that's when you feel angry, resentful, overwhelmed. All of those things come because you are not practicing self-care and self-care can only happen if you're not overgiving. All right, ready for the third question? Have you asked for your needs? Have you communicated clearly what you need? Now listen to this question really carefully, okay? Have you communicated your needs? Most women will express their dissatisfaction through anger. After the fact, they will get upset about it. Um, They might shut down. They will do, 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 and then get resentful but they've never shared the basic fact of asking for their needs ahead of time when they're not triggered. But here's the sad truth. Most people don't even know what they want, (laughs) don't even know what they need, right? So that's the other question about this whole piece, which is what do you need? You see, beliefs are one of the core pillars with what I work with, with my clients When you don't know how you see yourself and what beliefs you're carrying, consciously or unconsciously, it will not allow you to create the life you want. And when you identify a belief, then you can really, you have an option of changing that. Beliefs are nothing but stories you have told yourself. And everything is a story. And that's for another episode, but everything is a story. If you have told yourself, I'm the only one doing everything, that's a story. It may or may not be true. Ask your partner. Your partner will be like, no, that's not true. I do a lot too, right? So it's just a story you've told yourself. All right. The third question is, is that the third question? (laughs) No, that is the fourth question. Anyways, doesn't matter. Sorry. (laughs) See, I told you. I can't keep track. Where in your life are you not valuing yourself? And why? Where in your life are you not valuing yourself and why? Once you've answered these questions, then write down where in your life do you need extra help? Where could you use some support? Who else can meet those needs? Can you ask for it? You see, I've often seen women say no to extra support or help, even when they can afford it or they can they have the ability to do that, or they have the opportunity to do that. It's like there's an attachment that oh, I'm the only person who has who can do it. It's because it maybe makes them feel more valued or feel better about themselves. I don't know. But 
you have to ask yourself, right? If it's making you resentful, why are you not allowing yourself to get that extra support and help? And again, some of you might say, you don't know my financial situation, or you don't know the fact that I I don't have this option. And, or you might say like, I know that even if I ask my partner, he or she might not do those things, right? What you're really saying is that you are attached to your beliefs that no one can meet your needs and that you have to live a life of suffering. I hope you let that sink in because that is what you're really saying. You're not saying, I am ready to make whatever I need to do or be in order to create the life I want. What you're saying is you have more of an attachment to the fact that no one can meet your needs and you just have to live a life of suffering. And yes, 100% agree, I don't know your situation, but I do know your pattern because I've seen that with countless people that I worked with, especially women. And that is the attachment to the belief. And if that's the case, let me ask you one more question, which I asked before as well. What do you gain by holding on to that belief that you can't get any help whatsoever? So there was a lot of questions I threw at you, but I know that they're all related. So stay with it. Take some time. Share with me via your social media channels. Like what was your takeaway? Write a review and subscribe to this podcast. Share this with your friends because I really think relationships are in the forefront of a lot of people's issues right now with the COVID stuff happening. So this can help someone. And I know that I said a lot of thought-provoking things today. And if it triggered you, please, again, share with me if you're triggered. I would love like to know like what triggered you and what I can do to support you. And also, don't forget to join the waitlist for the free relationship bootcamp I'm going to be doing. It's in the show notes. Starts June 15th. It's going to blow your socks off. <laughs> All right, my friends, I hope you have, make it, not I hope, make it a fabulous day. Have fun. Enjoy the, if you are in the Western Hemisphere, enjoy the summer and wherever you're listening from. Take good care of yourself. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this podcast. Make sure to tag me in Instagram at Padma Ali to share your takeaways from this episode. And lastly, share with your friends and family so they can also benefit from listening to this podcast. For more tips, go on to our website, PadmaAli.com and connect with me at the next episode. Take care. Bye.